Guys, we have a lot of uh, trainers that listen to us and they ask us all the time, mm-hmm. you know, how can I become a successful train- trainer? What should I do? Should I work for someone else or work for myself? Or, we, where's a, or where's a good spot to start at? Where's a good spot? Right. I, get yeah. that, I get that a lot. And I'll tell you something. You guys know this. Um, if you can find a good gym to be your own trainer, to work for yourself, somewhere where you can pay a fee and then run your own business, mm-hmm. that's ideal. Develop your own clientele. Yeah. That's ideal. And we wanted to give a shout out to Justin's gym because this place is sick, right? I mean. Yeah, it's great. And uh, it, I obviously wouldn't promote it unless I wasn't happy. And it, it's one of the only gyms that, um, and I've actually been to a, quite a few gyms here in the Silicon Valley, and um, nowhere else have I found an owner who actually like is pretty involved and listens to trainers and their needs and like equipment and um, just trying to make the overall vibe and environment work best for you know trainers and their clients. So now, well, what's what's cool right now too is I you know I know that uh, Greg has got. Uh, I think he has a couple openings right now because that's one of the hardest things about your gym is getting into there and being a trainer yeah. there because it's all these top-notch trainers that are all working together. Exactly. Which creates this a crazy culture amongst these guys. Every time I go in there, I'm like always wowed by you know, a trainer, the way he's training a client or the, te- the technical stuff that they're teaching their clients. I'm like, what a great... Uh, atmosphere to foster all these great trainers and it's very rare that he has spots open and I believe you have does he yeah have... there, there's a few spots open and that's why I wanted to mention it over the air for you trainers here in the Silicon Valley it's a great opportunity for you to jump on it because yeah like Adam said it, it's been really packed and busy and like I've had friends actually that I've been in the business with for a long time that wanted to train there and at that time there was nothing available so it's a good time you guys should check it out there now how is it equipped how's the gym because i've seen pictures uh when you guys have done your videos oh, working out. All kinds and of cool it looks like it's sick i you mean got it looks tr- like you, got- you got a track for pulling shit and pushing sleds right mm-hmm. you got peg boards you got rope climbing shit you got everything you got a bod pod in there for body fat testing yeah they just got a bod pod in there so all uh, rubber plates right so you could just platforms you yeah, do all the good all yeah, the you cool can do shit. olympic lifts um i mean really it's it's just a great vibe like so you know whatever you're into i know a lot of people that listen to us hopefully you're a smart trainer and uh and if you're not it's a good place to get smart yeah you you definitely could get smart there uh i would say that this is probably like the place you know if you're gonna go to to be around other like-minded so if if someone's interested in going there where where do they where do they look you up what's the address tell us i mean what is it it's so yeah it's in campbell it's uh it's five two nine foreman drive and uh, you can you can check them out at norcalff.com, and, or you could also even call. Uh, I think Mike, uh, his son, is also the manager there, and he'll he'll answer it. It's eight 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 five two three six seven two four. Well, so. don't forget to mention it's located in a great area. Um, the average trainer there probably is able to charge. I would say between twenty to thirty percent more than most trainers and other gyms around. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can make a lot of good money there. Yeah. NorCal Fitness is the name. NorCal Functional Fitness. Oh, NorCal Functional Fitness. NorCal Functional Fitness. Check them out. And uh, yeah, I'd be make sure you mention Mind Pump too, just to make sure they know that uh, so great, you're, you're one of our people. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump with your hosts. Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. I have a science question for you. I was just thinking about this the other day. I was watching somebody work out, and I was noticing um, the facial expressions and the, the grunts and everything that this female was making when she was working out. And uh, is there any is there a direct correlation in um, the 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 way we like the exert injure, inner, uh, exert energy and, in the bedroom yes in, in relation to the bedroom yeah, and working they, out because I, I think it's exactly the same. i think it's exactly the yeah. same too I, at least in my same face in my experience oh yeah same well, face same sound that, everything. well dude because it's it's a buildup of intensity right so you see the same progression in the workout where they're lifting you know the weights get a little heavier a little more challenging you know it's you're, you're trying a new position in the bedroom you know uh, you've been pounding away oh you don't you don't think so? uh, you don't think there's a correlation i don't think so bro, <laughs> bro just right now make the face that you make when you're having sex just make it right now I don't like know like when you're doing it, I can't. Yeah, I don't know. Come if on, I you bite you, your lip, you do I, weird I, shit. I guarantee I, it. I, of course, because no, I, I get angry yeah. and I yeah, don't if, get angry in the in the sack. You don't. No. Yeah. See, if you did, say, if I made sex faces weird. while working out, it would, be, it would be good, bro. It'd be weird. 
No, I mean when you're re- not when you're working out, just working out. When you're when you're your max when you're hitting your max, like I'd like to go back and look at that little deadlift that you just did. The oh, other day. bro, I hope I don't listen to look I, like that. I think yeah, I think you did. Freeze then, frame. Yeah, yeah. And he's then got my, this like, and then my uh, grunt at the end. Yeah, yeah. looks like he's having a stroke. <laughs> listen, listen, it doesn't last very long. Uh, but it's all out right though. when it's coming out. It's all out. In my experience, the women that I've that I've seen train in the, in the facial expressions and. The way they the, the the sounds they make when they are are at like max rep or exerting themselves is pretty damn similar. Sal, so similar that I was actually looking for you to have there was some yeah. sort of scientific correlation. Well, I I no. think that that does happen, but they already know. Like they, like they're showing it off. Oh, because they they want oh. you to know that that's what they're. Oh, like. now there's a yeah, theory. Yeah, yeah. there's they're a like, theory. My girl uh, would probably agree with that one. Uh, she probably and ah. Yeah, no, no, no. See, oh. I've never, no, no. You're like, well, this is awkward. No. We, we talked about this. Women have done that to us. Uh, okay, you could be right. Here. Have you guys ever heard of- we were, I was getting Jedi. I didn't even know it. Have you guys ever yeah. heard of a, a woman you say- th- This actually has happened to me. I've had a Sith Lord. I've had clients say this to me. And, fucking and, convert you to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Hey, that's when, you take, all, when that's you, when you take the Star Wars analogy too far right yeah. there. <laughs> and only well, if you were like why? a diehard did you get that right there. Everyone yeah. else is like, what the fuck did Justin just say? <laughs> have you guys heard of the term? Down the have you hole. heard of the term corgasm? Corgasm. Corgasm. So this is real. This is for real. Apparently certain exercises make some women feel like they're going to orgasm. Yeah. I am not making you have. You've heard this. No, I haven't. I'm oh. just saying. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, so I've never heard that. You know, there's Kegel exercises where a, a woman is concentrated on on, on tensing and that contracting give an orgasm though. Well, I mean, why couldn't it? I mean, it just tightens it um, up. Um, I don't know. How much do you right? know about the female? <laughs> well, here's what I, I here's what I know. <laughs> when when we went to like, you know, the first time my wife was pregnant, we went to one of those uh stupid. Can I just say really stupid? It was like <laughs> One of these like earthy sort of, hey, let's get prepared for your child. And we're like, go, we wanted to do that because it's my wife's used to very clinical setting. You know, she works in the hospital and like, it's like, okay, I, I want to go a little adventurous and do something a little more like I want to say hippie. Route. Yeah. <laughs> and so, oh my God, this is so funny. We were like sitting in the back and there's all these like real grainy, you know, smelly, earthy people in there. And we're watching this video <laughs> And it's this lady in this hot tub and she's like giving a natural birth and, and she's just like, you know, she starts groaning like that and she's like, ah, ah, and then she just starts enjoying it all of a sudden. She was like, oh, oh, I've oh. seen those. And like the I've whole, the whole it, was, it was called the orgasmic birth. Yes. And what? I was like, fuck <laughs> out of here. And me and my wife both were like, you are so full of shit. <laughs> like, uh, we couldn't believe it. This lady was just really well, see, getting into it. Just, see, oh. Adam Adam understands because he's, he's been told many times that he's hung like a seven-month-old. Seven oh, <laughs> you know, I see. You know, 25 pounds. <laughs> There's some serious girth there, that's for sure. Like, that's not giving Coming birth. out. <clears throat> so um, I've heard of this. I've heard of this. And what they do is they try to mentally... Convert the pain into pleasure. Right. Yeah, there's some sort of mechanism that they can control, which... Now, I don't know about you, but next time I hurt my knee, I'm going to be like, you know, picture Uh, getting a blowjob. I hurt my back from, yeah, whatever. I tore my ACL. Oh, Oh, my God. Wait. (laughs) No, no. Convert, convert it. Are we are, are we uh, are we going to do a question and answer today? Uh, oh, that's we'll probably right stop now? talking so about that. Yeah, I think we, have, supposed- we had a lot of I, questions. Let's try. How you feeling, Adam? After your uh, your extra large was that cho- peanut butter mood? I just had a jamba, jamba juice, juice. I heard you slurping I, all over. I have. I just sucked that sucker down like in probably two minutes right there. I haven't had one of those in a couple years. That was quite the treat. <laughs> That was quite the treat right there. Bro, you're about to get he looks so sleepy. Happy right oh, now. I'm a very fa- happy fat kid right now. I feel really good right now. Uh, yeah. Should we answer some questions? Yeah, if I'm not falling asleep over here. All right, let's do it. Uh, so first question is from FitChris86. Oh, who picked that one? His question is- Is that your, is that your pick? <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's a boring question. Is that yours? No, of course it's, it's Sal. No, Sal no, why, gave that one. Why is okay. that a boring question? Oh, go ahead. The question is, how do vegetarians make gains? That's boring. 
What, why is that boring? Why <laughs> is, is that boring? boring? I agree. It is. It's just a boring question. Well, answer it. Like, answer it then, exciting man. Ooh. I mean, what do you mean? How, they make it the same way that people that are non-vegetarians make it. They just they have a little bit more of a challenge because they're not. They, protein is a little bit harder to come by than somebody who gets to eat. Well, meat. this is important to say. Well, right. I know, but it's boring. It's important. To, oh. It's. I think even the person asking it knows this. And even trying to get protein sources, you're going to battle a lot more GMO processed type options, right? Yeah. There's been there's here's some, the thing. Here's there's a, some guys that are vegetarians that are I'm just, massive. I'm just not a fan. Of, yeah. I'm just not a. I'm not a fan of being a vegetarian unless you unless you have to. I mean, if you absolutely yeah. have to, and and you or you got this thing against people, you know, slaughtering animals and stuff, then I get it. You know, what I'm saying then more power to you. But if you got an option, it's just so much easier to eat meat, dude. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I if someone chooses to be a vegan or vegetarian because they don't want to kill animals, just like what Adam said, I completely understand. If when someone comes to me and says I'm I'm going to become vegan, and I say why, and it's they because think it's healthier, it's healthier. Yeah. Both, then I then it. then we'll have a little discussion because it's not, it's not unhealthier. It's just it's hard. It, it, honestly, it's harder to be healthier with with a vegan diet because you have to be so planned. Yes, you have to be planned with a with a regular you know uh, omnivorous diet, um, but. To be a vegan or vegetarian, you have to be careful with how you plan things and, and combine things so that you get certain nutrients, certain fats, certain proteins that are harder to find well, what's, in vegetables. Uh, I mean, the real argument there for saying that it's more healthy was that the idea that your whole body is less inflamed because um, you know the saturated fats and the protein you're getting from animal sources it can become can become inflammatory yeah. for your body, to, but. I mean, it's a temporary thing, A, and then B, like, what's we, the most we talk inf- about, like, the, that inverse relationship. Well, what's the most inflammatory, uh, you know, thing out there that you can think of? Sugar. Sugar. sugar yeah, exactly. Sugar is vegan. Toxic. Yeah. 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 So, it's you know. Way, it's going to be way more detrimental to you. Yeah, right? and I, I've known, look, I know, I, I've known meat. quite a bit uh, of overweight vegetarians and vegans uh, with lots of inflammatory issues. So, in terms of what's healthier... Um, no, you could be extremely healthy on both ends in terms of, you know, you, you're doing it for moral reasons, then I completely understand. So yeah, that being said, you know, making gains is the exact same thing for that person. The way you train. Yeah, you same do, thing. You okay, just, next question. You just have to schedule out to get you still, because the, the still, the RDA for protein still applies to that, to a vegan and a vegetarian the same way as it does mm. a normal person, you know, so it doesn't. Yeah. I feel like you guys are being mean right now. Beautiful. Well, no, I just I, I'm, I'm disappointed that you picked that question. Listen, that's all. It's okay. Well, you know, because I was here. No, doing, I was good. here working it, when you were fair. there. It's a fair yeah, one. You it's get just, one. You get one mole. Yeah, it's uh, not exciting. Yeah, yeah, you know, because we were we were picking questions out while you were across the street getting a Jamba Juice. <laughs> <laughs> so fair enough. Touche. Uh, Touche. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Next question. This is from uh, Watkins Senior twenty three. All right, we're getting better questions now. This is a Justin question for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are the best exercises to increase your cleans? Like clean, so cleaning I, your garage or being the all, yeah, not not anything <laughs> clean related other than power cleans. I'm 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 assuming you're talking about power cleans, even though it's not there, because it, it is one of my staple lifts, and it's something I've never um, I've never eliminated from my workouts, even from uh, football and from the days, just because that feeling of power. Uh, you know, as far as like what I could generate with my body is something that I definitely appeals to me. And like, I want to maintain that. Um, and this is why that a lot of uh, coaching programs, they use power cleans as one of the main bases um, to determine like explosiveness, right? Because you want your your athlete to be explosive on the field and you want them to to generate this quickness at, you know, an accelerated pace. So, Power cleans, it, it forces the issue. So you're trying to move this barbell, you know, as quickly as you can and get under it as quickly as you can. And so, uh, I mean, it's it's really, if you break it down, it's probably like two separate types of movements that, you know, you want to kind of focus on. And so if you're, if you're working on strengthening it, I would probably, you know, suggest, well, obviously you're going to want to get stronger at your deadlifts. Right, your I mean, that's the first hang, thing. Hanging cleans and deads would be the hanging two, cleans, I would think. Dead, yeah, hang cleans. And uh, also like front squat. So if mm. if I'm trying to get under it and then drive up, because the end of the lift you have to drive up out of a squat, out of a front uh, squat, basically. out of a front squat, basically if if you're lifting enough weight. Like I, I actually showed a couple examples uh, on the Instagram of like some of the different kind of variations that I do, um, and and th- and they all have different names. Like every every coach has like 
um, you know, their specifics as far as calling it like a clean uh, press or, or um, I forget the other names thrown out there, but basically it's all, it's all like they're breaking down the different elements of the lift. Mm. So like a clean pull, for instance, we're just pulling it quickly off the ground, but we're not completing the rep. We're not flipping under the bar right. or whatever. Is, is it safe to say it, this question, I mean, we're answering it based upon the fact that your technique is already awesome. Because yeah. I would have to say that the first thing you could probably do is improve your form, improve your technique. Cause yeah. absolutely. Be- and so the, yeah, in the beginning of that, you're going to want to make sure that like it's lightweight and you're working on your acceleration. So that's why I, I tend to, I tend to work on, um, you know, the, the first thing is the mechanics of it. Obviously uh, you have to nail down like every step of the process, but um before you even get to the heavy weight, you want to be able to to move the weight. So if move I, it quickly. I'm a beginner, so take me through. If I'm somebody who uh, I've never done, I've, let's say I've never done cleans before, hang or uh, power cleans at all. Uh-huh. Um, you know, would you start me off with just like a broomstick and and teach me that way? Yeah, absolutely. Or you, okay, so that's yeah. so maybe someone who's who's asking this broomstick question. or PVC pipe or something like that. Like a lot more gyms now, they have sticks, so you get like like a bamboo stick or like you know some kind of broomstick, like you mentioned. Um, and you want it to be at least like, like a six foot or something like that, that, uh, you know, will emulate a bar. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you this. If let's say you took regular fit, you know, regular, healthy, I don't know, 25 year old male. Okay. Mm -hmm. No injuries, healthy. How long would it take to progress it? But he's never done. He's never lifted weights before anything. Just a, just a beginner. okay. Okay. Beginner, just healthy. No, no problems. How long would it take to progress him? Do you think? from where he starts at to uh-huh. now he's doing cleans with, you know, max weights. Like full max. Yeah. Like he's trying to one rep max. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Months. Months. Yeah. Yeah. Long time. At least. I mean, I, that that's like, if you're awesome with your technique, it's and, months. And this is, this is the, the, you know, exercises all have an effectiveness and they all have a technical <clears throat> side to them. Some exercises are extremely effective and less technical. Other exercises are more technical and less effective. And then you've got some that are very technical and very effective. The Olympic lifts happen to be under that category. But yeah. they are easily, easily, of all the exercises you could do with a barbell, the most technical by far. By far. A barbell squat is a technical exercise. Mm-hmm. A barbell squat has about one one hundredth of the techni- you know, the, the technicality to a power clean. Yeah. Or to a snatch, absolutely. So I don't. And by the way, with snatch, and I know that that became like it's more popular now. You see it a lot because of CrossFit, and um, I cringe. I absolutely oh. cringe at even even if somebody has decent form. I just I, I question one hundred percent why they're doing it, unless unless they're competing. Uh, you know, as is far that as because in, lift in your in, in your opinion, like you you get all the same benefits from a power yeah clean or from di- power clean, and it's one hundred percent safer. Wow. I mean, from throwing a bar all the way over my head and then getting you know that kind of stability in your shoulder to to maintain all that weight over your head and then squat and squat down, and you know you're in a very compromised position, even if you're like badass at it. Yeah. You know, one little thing can go wrong, and you're you're gonna fuck some a lot of things up. Yeah. This is why I don't like seeing people in the gym doing Olympic lifts because, uh, nine out of 10 of them or more. I mean, actually I've probably only seen two people my entire life in the gym do Olympic lifts where I thought to myself, wow, that person really knows what they're doing. Great form, right? Look, I've been a trainer for a long fucking time. I've been lifting weights for a long time. I, I might teach someone how to do a, a hang clean, but they would have to be very advanced and that's about as far as I go. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't teach someone how to do those, do those lifts because they're so technical. You almost have to be an expert at those at those specific lifts. Yeah, you know more than anything. Like you have to be an Olympic lifting coach. Uh-huh. Um, so they are extremely effective. But if you plan on doing them, then plan on practicing them with little to no weight for a long, for a long time. time. And and yeah, really being diligent. Well, that's I got into a battle with a <clears throat> with a bunch of people on. Um, Instagram a long time ago and when I was talking about uh, squatting and stuff and referred to that, you know, people like one of the things that bothered me, like it's so great. And I think it's so awesome that we see the squat racks and gyms like totally packed. Now everybody's squatting and, you know, we, we attribute a lot of that to CrossFit and everything like that. But the problem is you got a lot of people squatting with terrible form and putting weight 
ridiculous weight on there to trying to get to their to their one rep max or you know they're they're trying to pee everyone's talking about prs yeah, right. you know prs prs you know hitting their prs all the time and it's like you know honestly like I, I fuck i couldn't even i don't remember how many years of training i did on movements like that before i even tried my max like yeah you know what i'm saying like i for me that whenever i get into a squat or a deadlift or any of those movements like that that are that that complex uh as soon as i find myself struggling for two to three reps i'm like you know it's plenty of weight <laughs> it's plenty of weight for me to really challenge myself with a lot of he- give a heavy load without compromising anything already if i'm already feeling that you know what i'm saying so uh, to me uh as soon as you start messing with that and you know I just hurt myself last weekend, you know. So here my here here I am. Yeah, what happened? I was just here. I knew I was going into the weekend, so I had this wedding, and I knew I was going to overconsume. So I wanted to destroy my legs, and I train. So I trained legs and legs and back, legs, back, and chest on Friday, and I was finishing up on squats, and I'd already trained like eight sets of squats, and I was going pretty heavy for me. Uh, I was hanging around the three to five rep range. And then I decided to do like a drop set all the way down from my from my max. So I was like at uh, three plates and then I just kept dropping like a quarter each time all the way down to take my legs to failure, you know, and just as I as I fatigued, my form started to give, you know, and I felt it in my low back when I was when I got done. You know, I made it through and the average person probably walking by actually probably thought, oh, form looked pretty good, probably looked pretty decent. But I know it wasn't because I know that somewhere in there, you know, my core gave out a little bit and, you know, then and now I feel it in my low back. So, you know, that and that just goes to show that here I am and even even with good form and understanding that and still kind of focusing on that why I'm training like this very easily. Can you, you know, deviate from that when you start when that muscle start to fatigue, you know, you know, it's just, it's interesting. You just you just brought that up. You just reminded me of something. So and this actually goes into the next question, which we'll we'll, we'll talk about in a second. Um, you know, deadlifts and squats, right? Two technical exercises, two exercises where if you mess up, t- people tend to hurt their back. But here's something interesting. I did a lot of weekend uh, reading over the weekend. I actually sent you guys a couple articles, which you didn't read, I'm sure. I think Justin might have read one of them yeah. if you did. Yeah. Um, pretty sure Adam didn't. No, it was at a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's about it was about deadlifts. Yeah, and, the deadlift. Yep. And there's this big debate about flat, you know, or neutral spine deadlifting and rounded back deadlifting. Oh, I did read that. Actually. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, I did actually. So now, read that. now we're all taught that you can't have any rounding in your back whatsoever. Yeah, that's not true because everyone's spine is different. Right. It is, and I know when I deadlift, I have an excessive thoracic curve. Um, I think the key is not to let the lumbar, or the low back, f- you know, right. flex to its limit, but it can round, and then you do your lift, and that's that's when I pull heavy. That's what happens. That's the way I look, hmm. and I've never hurt my back deadlifting, but I have hurt my back squatting. Yeah. So, so see, I've heard my back deadlift. You have, about. yeah. Yeah, but it's mainly because of the shift, the shift of the weight uh, got away from me. Like, oh, I moved down in front me. of you. Well, no, I went left to right. Oh yeah, yeah. It's QL quadratus. QL exactly. Quadratus lumborum. Exactly what happened. So I, I, I never like you, Sal. I've actually never got hurt. The worst that's ever happened to me, I've actually uh, hurt my hip flexor deadlifting really heavy. So I've my hip flexor has gone on me. Um, but I've never, I've never had any low back issues from heavy deadlifting, but squatting most certainly mm-hmm. squatting. If I, I, I get, I start to get like, if I go a little too deep on my squat too, I'll get a slight butt wink. Mm-hmm. And from that butt wink, especially if I'm going heavy weight or lots of reps, you got the squat shoes, you ordered them. No, I don't. Yeah. It I makes, mean, it made me a big, it made know, a big I difference. I, I got the Olympic lifting shoes and <laughs> I, you know, I don't have very good, um, what is that? Uh, you know, uh, ankle mobility. Yeah. Um. And so I tend to bend forward quite a bit, and I'm tight anyway. Yeah. And the squat shoes, I sit in the hole better with them. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm actually my legs are growing. I'm not trying to make them grow, but they are because I'm able to hit them better. Wow. Yeah. yeah so no, I'm, exci- cool. I'm excited to use them. All right. So next question is from J underscore Largent, and he's a tall guy. He competes in physique. He's six four. Yeah. He wants to know hmm. what are top three exercises. For back thickness are Ooh, okay. so I'll uh, I guess we can just go around the table right yeah yeah okay. yeah let's do around so I'll start um, first off deadlifts uh, deadlifts are excellent for thoracic uh, thickness right in that thoracic part of the back and if you look at some of the some of the most muscular backs and bodybuilding um, God, what's his name uh, Jackson Johnny Jackson what's his name Johnny Jackson I think he's he's got a incredible thickness in his mid back and he's mm. a, he's a very very strong deadlifter. Ronnie Coleman was a very strong deadlifter and he had that mid back thickness also. Um the next exercise I'd say are old school T bar rows. 
I actually, I would actually rank them higher than a barbell row. Oh, really? Yeah, no joke. Really? really? An bent old over? school bent over T-bar row with a relatively narrow grip. Mm. Um, I I would say that's probably a little better. Just I think you can feel the, it engage a little bit more. I can. You can just you you sit up a little higher and you pull back and you can use more weight. Uh-huh. Um, and I can uh, see that. yeah, and I, that's I would feel that's where I would get that. And then the third one would be a barbell row. But any any kind of a heavy row, especially where you're supporting the weight, you're going to yeah. get that those erector spinae muscles up the spine, the rhomboids, the mid trapezius, um, <clears> just <throat> give you that that depth. Uh, to your back, um, well, basically but, everything you can do with weights yeah. and a barbell for your back. I, you know, I mean, and that's going to be kind of your your options. And with the deadlift, you know, deadlifts lend themselves very well to low reps. They're not; they don't lend themselves well to high reps. So I've seen bodybuilders deadlift, and they'll do dead, you know, sets of eight reps, twelve reps, and they'll squeeze muscles, and they'll treat it like it's a, like it's a, a you know, a cable row or something. Mm-hmm. A deadlift works. Deadlifts work really well in the low rep ranges. You know, do sets of two and three reps with a weight that you could do five or six reps with. Mm. So you're not getting to failure, but you're doing like four or five sets of three reps with something you'd normally do five reps with. Do that for a couple months and watch what happens to your back thickness. Um, you know, Adam, you started incorporating deadlifts. Oh yeah, I mean this, this is, year this, and this one's and, this one's dear to my heart because this was my exact focus from my last show to show. So between uh, Lou Ferrigno Pro Show to the San Jose Pro. Uh, legs, back, and calves. I mean, those are my three focus points. So every time I between shows, after I I shave down and, and get uh, shredded for a show, I assess my physique and I decide like, okay, now it's off season. I'm going to go after these things. So for me, uh, that was exactly it. Was back thickness. Um, I have a very wide V. It's one of the. Um, I, I think I have one of the better V tapers in the pro league. And so, but I think I lack in back thickness. And, and so I remember telling these guys that that's what I was going to go after and focus. And so for sure, for sure, number one, it should be number one, two and three uh, is deadlifts. I mean, without a doubt, uh, it's so, it's deadlifts are so key to that, that it's dramatic when I don't deadlift into a workout now, like I feel like my back workouts suck. Like it gets my back, my starting my workout with deadlifts and then proceeding through the rest of the workout gives me the most amazing back pump in the, th- and I mean like the center of my back, like lat pull downs and pull ups and exercise like that. Like I always feel the wide part of my lats and I get sore right there on the outside underneath your armpits. Like, but if you want to feel the center of your back and your back feel like you got a big fucking turtle shell on your back, like hitting deads first gives me this yeah. crazy. And then every exercise after that just feels like I'm just pumping blood in this massive back. So deads, 100 percent for sure. Um, I actually I have one that you didn't mention that personally for me, I, I feel great. And and this goes back to one of the, the top topics that Sal and I went back and forth on about picking exercises that you feel you engage with well. Uh, single dumbbell rows, heavy dumbbell yeah, rows. Yeah, those are good. Heavy dumbbell rows. Um, I just feel like I can really, really get a good engagement on the lats and everything, and I feel like I can get good heavy weight. Your elbows tucked in tight by your side, so um, that's probably one of my go tos. And then I probably say T bar row with him too. You know, I, I I would say bent over rows at first, but he makes a good argument with the T bar row because I do go significantly heavier on the heavier on the T bar row. The T bar row. I'm normally rowing like five, six plates on the on the T bar row. And when I do bent over rows, I'm normally only doing like two seventy-five. Maybe when I'm feeling like Hercules, I'm hitting three plates max. So I'm I'm definitely getting I'm definitely getting a lot more. And and you do because it's like got a nice comfortable grip versus the straight bar like that where your elbows are kind of flared out, where mm-hmm. I feel like you get a lot of rear delt going on there too, because of your elbows being flared. Uh I, I do think that um you know, a T-bar row would be up there. So I've also noticed with some people with barbell row, their ability to support themselves in that bent over position sometimes compromises the weight. It's a struggle for some people. It yeah, is. If you don't have good core strength, mm-hmm. especially. In a T-bar row, it's easier to support in that position. Something, you still got to use the strength, you know, your core. But Something I incorporated. Uh, so when I, when I had to, so my, <clears throat> I do start to cut my dad's out as I get closer to stage time. Um, and, and that's just simply because I do notice it does build my core up a little bit. And of course I know the judges want, 
uh, a, more of that V taper. So that being said, I'll never neglect deads completely because I, it's such a foundational movement and it has way more positives than negatives. But I will lay off of them towards when I get close to the last six to eight weeks of the show. So what I did do in that to, uh, in re, in replace of that, I actually started starting my workouts with heavy pullovers, and heavy pullovers with a dumbbell. Um, I felt like really engaged and pumped the center of my back. And then when I went on to my other exercises, I felt like my rhomboids got a, a phenomenal workout. So uh, that's Cro just- You're doing them across the bench or on the bench? Uh, a cross bench. A cross bench. Yeah. I if love you have access to a, a sled, I would love oh, to yeah, do some oh, heavy squatted sled rows. I love doing those. I love doing those with you. Yeah. Those were, those, I mean, that's one of my favorite things. I don't even know with. what that is. I'll have to, you have to- Sled row? Uh, no. Ugh. Dude, you have to come to the gym and do it with me. Oh yeah. What do you? What is it? It's oh. just. I mean, you're just moving with 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 the row. Basically, uh -huh. you got yeah. you got all the weight on the sled. You got your uh, handle grips like mm -hmm. way out, and so you just go to full extension, and then you. I mean, you're coming out of your squat, and then you're rowing the weight oh, and sliding, and then it. you're going back, right. back, and then back. You just keep going. It's great because it's great because it's moving. It is. It's moving, so you can get a little bit more weight and momentum to it. And uh, that initial bit, you really have oh, to. Yeah. It gets uh, you know you have to use all your strength. And to you're get in a the fully stretched moving. position, which I feel like a lot of exactly. people neglect in a lot of rows and pull ups and lat pull downs. It almost overemphasizes um, that stretch. Th that's something I'm really big on too. The way I train back in comparison to how I trained probably when I was younger. When I was younger. Um, I, I used to, and this was even as a trainer, I used to teach, you know, oh, keeping the show. I was so concentrated on teaching clients to keep your shoulders in a retracted position. No. Yeah, I know. I did the same thing. Right? You, yep. you teach them to stay retracted. Yep, stay chest high, yeah, keep chest, the shoulders back the whole time. Yeah, where now I flare my lats and open my shoulders all the way up when yeah. I come yeah. back so I get the full yeah, range. Full range of motion. Yes, yeah. full range of motion. And I, and I have that great mind-muscle connection that I can be in a protracted position and still do it. Now, I guess for a beginner client, it, it's not something that we're – you know, we're talking about a competitor, so you're probably an advanced guy. So this is something that I make sure when I do any sort of a row or a lap pull down that I actually come yeah, all. But you're the not doing that with your deadlifts. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. You're deadlift, def, de, deadlift, <laughs> de, deadlift, totally different. You know, deadlift. You want those shoulders. You know, deadlift too. Like, I mean, uh, and I see a lot of guys do a lot of. Uh, what do they call that? Stop and go. Fart licking. Touch and go. Fart, <laughs> fart, fart like deadlift. Fart like deadlift. Those fart lickers. Uh, at it you know, again. Where I, I don't deadlift like that. I, I read, you pause it at the floor. Yeah, I pause the floor. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. Pause it on the floor. Each rep. Get your position. Yeah, you lift it back up. every time. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, Jay Largent, if you just incorporated a three to five week strength cycle where you focused on getting stronger at the core lifts, especially the deadlift. Mm -hmm. if you, you do that for four, five, six weeks. Watch what happens yeah. to your thickness. Oh, yeah. Just my, do that. My back got so thick over this last eight months. I was concerned. Remember I was telling you guys, I'm like, fuck, dude, my back's going to be too big. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look like a bodybuilder on this stage, dude. They're not going to like it. Like I was so concerned about. And it it was true. <laughs> 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 Let's be honest. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. I definitely feel like I think I'm grow outgrowing the IFBB league. But, you know, I don't <laughs> give a fuck, dude. At the end of the day, this is about my physique. You dude. looked fantastic. Fantastic. That's it. That's what, that's what I want. You know, a guy. I ran into a guy in the gym afterwards, and he told me he's just like, dude. You know, I had to say, like, you know, I know you didn't place even in the top five, but you know, you're in my opinion one of the most impressive guys I see when I see around the gym and stuff. If I were to see you on the street, I'd be like, oh fuck, you know. And some of these other dudes are, you know, they're tiny. He's like, you know, they got a great aesthetics, you know. But come on, <laughs> you know, like I don't look, I don't look at that and go like, oh, I'm gonna work so hard so I look like that one day. Like it's it's cute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, size matters. It's yeah, not cute. Yeah, right. So. All right, next question. This is from uh, C. Plumley, 14. What's the definition of natural? And what do we think of people who... The new, well, the, I the think new he's talking about pubes. Yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, natural is you don't shave your pubes, you let them grow. No, I, he's obviously in, talking about, you know, when athletes say I'm natural or I'm not natural. Now, let's be clear, okay? Um, when people grandstand about being natural, and I, I, I definitely talk a lot about being natural, when when we talk about being natural, we're talking about not using um, banned substances hormones. or hormones, yeah. right? So that's what that's the definition of natural in terms of muscle building, um, the muscle building world. In reality, none of us are natural. I use supplements. Uh, I'm sure everybody else has taken an ibuprofen. You know, uh, we wash our clothes in detergent. Um, you know, I'm, I'm uh, talking. Yeah, I get you know, jacked on you're listening. Ibuprofen. You're listening <laughs> yeah. on this through your phone or whatever. Like, what's natural? You know what I mean? None of us are really natural. Everything is assisted. Um, but it, it, for for all you know, uh, intents and purposes, natural means no external 
hormones. So I'm not taking any testosterone, insulin, growth hormone, whatever. And uh, people who pretend to be natural, you're a douchebag. Yeah, I think if if you, I mean, if you if you're not natural, be open about it. If you are, if you don't want to talk about, then don't. But don't say you're natural if you're not, because that's stupid. Yeah, dude, come on. Because then you just what you're doing is what happens insulting us. It is, and you're also comparing yourself to other people who are natural, and it's not really fair comp. You know, comparison. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm I'm natural. You're gonna take everything away from them? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm huger than you, and I'm natural. You know what's funny? I've I've had people tell me. You know, on my Instagram and stuff, like, you're not natural. There's no way you're not. Look, if you meet me in person, you see I'm natural. I'm not a big dude. I weigh 190, maybe three pounds. Um, I'm, I've got muscle. I'm muscular, but I'm not a huge person. Yeah, he doesn't look like Adam in person. No, I don't look. <laughs> God damn it. You know, I get this is payback. This is payback for the last episode. Where I was just, yeah, I know, dude. Just raping I got rolled into the bus three times one episode, dude. Uh, that was your first one. Zoom, that's yeah, your first yeah. zinger. Right, you got right. two more coming. I like it. Keep them coming. Just throwing grenades. You know what? It, it, his follow up to that is like, does it even matter? And I think that it really comes out. It doesn't really matter because here's the thing. I've met a lot of guys who, uh, who are not natural and claim to be natural. Um, uh, but really don't fucking look like it. And then I've met guys too that look like they're definitely on roids and they don't take anything. So I yeah, mean, I've met a few of some, those. Man. Some people have just crazy genetics, you know. So that's where it doesn't really matter. And you know, maybe you're you you if you're comparing yourself to somebody who's just I mean, there's dudes that were just I my body type was not meant to be a bodybuilder. I'll just be straight and real right now. My genetics I was meant to be like a fucking swimmer or a long distance runner, you know. So you know the what it take what it takes to, to to get me to fit in that category is different than somebody who's kind of got that look already. So yeah, well, uh, I already have Viking genes, so that's why I'm pretty, you know, set. <laughs> Stout. I don't need that shit. Well, you know, <laughs> it, you know it, it's it's a good point though. Like you, you, when you talk about your build, your build is similar to like Craig Caperso's. You know, you guys have similar, very solid. Stock. He's my brother from another mother. Yeah, you guys have these builds. With you guys the long are hair. brick walls. You know, and you're just you're naturally built that way. And then you then you guys play into it the way you train, and it just makes you into this massive dudes that are solid. You know, so. You know, every every body type is keep so going, so keep <laughs> right. Keep stroking, keep stroking. <laughs> so you know, I, to get caught up on that, and I, let me tell you too, I know a lot of dudes. I mean, shit, I I would I would venture to say, you know, maybe five out of ten of the bros in the gym are on some gear or ran gear or currently. Oh trying. yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of gear going around. Yeah, yeah. and you just uh, and, and there's a lot around. of dude. There's a lot of people on a lot of shit that look horrible. Yeah, let me tell you, it's just oh, yeah. There it is definitely not the 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 miracle supplement. It's not like you take it and all of a sudden yeah, you, you get terrible. ripped and and looking badass. So mm-hmm. the, when I see someone who's got a badass physique, I don't care if they're on all the gear in the world. It's just, they've got a badass. That means they put some fucking work in and discipline in. They've definitely made some serious sacrifices nutritionally and they've definitely put some serious work on the iron because you just don't get any sort of look like that supplements don't do that i'm sorry they don't you know it's it it is a factor and it's going to help get you there faster or whatever but it's not it's not the deciding factor for making somebody who's got a badass physique they got a badass physique well i'll I'll tell you what you know i'll use myself as an example so i just said i weighed about 193 right now i'm probably sitting at eight percent body fat i'd say seven to eight percent um if I were to go on a relatively conservative cycle, okay, which nowadays would mean probably 500 milligrams of testosterone. That's the other thing. Like that. That's the other thing we should touch on. What he said too is that I feel like now people claim being naturals if you like do like a low dosage. Yeah, yeah. You're you know, like like uh, if, if you run TRT like TRT. Yeah, or something if we like if that. we run like if I run like 250, 500 milligrams, then I'm considered. Natural right. because it's a well. I, I mean, I would probably gain if I if I took 500 milligrams of, te- of testosterone a week and I took it consistently for a long time, you know, six months, eight, nine months, or whatever over the course of a year or two. I, instead of weighing 193, I'd probably weigh 220. I mean, maybe 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 a little less. Yeah, with, with I, the I, same leanness, I, it, maybe 215 with the same leanness. I, I feel like it gives me about 15, 20 pounds. Yeah, so so it that would give you the, that Sweet, gives you I'd an example. Like 250. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now if now if I, took, if I took a gram a week, then you can add more. And the more you take, the bigger you tend to get. But there is a minimum. There there is a point when you get diminishing returns where you just can't take more and just keep getting bigger. Yeah. Then people throw in all kinds of other shit like growth hormone, insulin, and all kinds of things. Yeah. And then, then they get those weird guts with the six pack. That, that that's growth hormone, I think. Yeah, I think that's growth, growth hormone. hormone. Yeah. That's exactly because your your intestines and everything grows too, and that's what it is. Your intestinal wall ends up fucking expanding and growing, and then you have 
all that stuff pushing out and then it actually, actually ends up separating the abdominal wall. You know what looks weird? You ever see you see these, some of these bodybuilders gross, that dude. now have look like they've gone off everything, but their heads still look big and their hands look big because yeah, they're on growth hormone for so long <laughs> yeah, yeah. that they just their bones yeah. grew and shit. They uh, start yeah. sounding like uh, Andre the Giant. Oh, I mean, and here's the thing too with stuff like that. I feel yeah, like abu- abusive, abusive anything is bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you abuse anything, anything can be bad. And it's, and if, and I feel like, uh, anabolic steroids get such a bad rap because of, you know, cause they're so illegal and this and that. But I mean, fuck, dude, sugar is bad if you abuse it, you know, but in moderation, it can be fine and it can be all right. And the same thing goes with the anabolics, but nobody does everything in moderation. Everybody's got to go to the extreme and more and this and that and that. It's like, I don't know how many, how, how many athletes I was around when I was like, when I would talk this, cause you know, a lot of people, uh, when you're in the, IFBB world, most most guys will uh, openly discuss um, cycles and what they what stuff they've done for PEDs and stuff. And you know, when you're talking to these guys and, and some of these stacks out here, I'm just like, God, why? We're in men's physique, like we we don't need, we can't be that big. Like I already get I already get nailed for being too big. Like you th- you throw me on like 750 milligrams of testosterone or like one gram of testosterone, I'm just gonna keep growing. <laughs> I'll be yeah. a, I'll be a monster at that, you know. Or running HGH with it, or running D ball and big 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 things like this. You're just gonna put weight on like a monster. So. You know, and in our in what we do, like you know, you got to keep this kind of small physique looking look to you, where you have this small, tiny little waist. And like, I mean, if you're taking shit like that, everything grows, man. Everything's yeah. gonna keep growing. Well, what you do do is you take all that and then you put on a red shirt and fucking mirror sunglasses, and then you don't compete. <laughs> And then you're like this mega nobody star. That's what you fucking do. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. We don't know. Who, we don't what, know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Why do we think? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa? And you skip squats for Oops. leg extensions all day. Oh. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the next up question. With a new here. exercise. Oh, this is hey, good. that's hey, that, that's a good point though. Along the lines of the steroids, is that you can you can build some massive quads doing just leg extensions if you're on some gear actually oh. <laughs> everything's <laughs> awesome dude yeah exactly the, like everybody else has you a squat. can post any exercise like, this is the greatest thing ever i fucking i'm getting huge <laughs> yes you are what i do is i take a constant a cable concentration curl and i take my pinky and i twist it an extra <laughs> half an inch and my bicep grew a quarter inch and you know yeah no, no, that's not what happened. Yeah. All right. So this is from next question is from uh, NV Lodato. Wants to know if we've ever seen any gym fights. Oh, all wow. the gyms we've run. Oh yeah. Justin, sure. you were starting to tell me about one. I was, and I hope that Adam remembers this I'm because sure I do. yeah, you were you were in on this. Like okay, so, <laughs> oh, no, you weren't in on it. Like the, <laughs> not the fight, but this was a um, was one of my trainers. It wasn't even a fight. It was a situation where. This guy found out about his his uh, wife cheating on him. Oh, the shotgun. Yes. Oh, okay. I yes, the shotgun. Friday so night. Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. And and our buddy Dirk. Do you remember watching the the footage? So this guy comes comes like peeping his head in. He's got this trench coat on, right? Is that what happened? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, he has a trench coat. He's kind of looking around and like Was he's not in checking Teresa? in or anything. Yes. No yes. way. And. And he's looking around and like not finding what he wants to see, and he starts to kind of turn around. And I, I, I totally don't remember all the details, but I know that Dirk was like like walking out to the car. He looks and he sees the, the gun. He like freezes. Like, oh, then he runs. Oh, the dude's on. No, you could watch it on camera. The dude actually threw it over his shoulder. Oh, he threw it over his shoulder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he yeah, rested yeah, up yeah. over. That's what his, I was hoping you remember. That's why everybody freaked out. Was because uh, he first came in like you said though, and then he pulled it out and he just rested it on his shoulder. That's right. And he and everyone was like, oh shit. Oh, everybody didn't know what to do. You know, everybody freaked out. And he like kind of walked around. Then he walked out the door. Then he came back in and. You know, they'd already called the cops right away. As soon as they saw him, they called the cops. But everybody was tripping out. He wasn't pointing at anybody, but he just had a shotgun resting <laughs> on his shoulder and a big trench like, coat. He's uh, walking. Holy shit. Like, yeah. he was, he, like something was going to go down if he saw what he was hoping to see, you know? Ooh, did you guys yeah. ever hear about the guy, the sales guy who got stabbed in the parking lot over at the the club on Capitol? No. <laughs> yes. I don't want to say the guy's name because he's. you guys don't know exactly who he is, but he... I guess was trying to sell a membership to someone and was hammering this guy to buy SF to buy the membership initials SF. Well, so yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he was hammering this guy to buy a membership and the dude wasn't buying. And I guess he was just being a dick to him. Well, the guy leaves and waits until sales dude gets off of work, goes out to his car and he stabbed him. 
What? Oh, yeah. Stabbed him. So obviously survived, but he got stabbed, dude, for, for oh, every wow. someone. Wow. Yes. I I actually had. How do you make somebody that angry from a sales pitch? Well, they're obviously crazy. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I had one of my one of my best trainers that got fired. I mean, that's how I felt in the meeting the other day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> What well, a, that was a bad joke. I'm what a, sorry. But yeah, everyone's like, what? Hopefully the other episode comes first. So that yeah, makes sense, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> they, they come in the other order. Yeah. We, we love to fuck with Doug like that all the time. Doug's like, dude, you guys got to stop referencing fucking pod- <laughs> podcasts that happen in the future. This one. <laughs> you guys remember? You guys yeah, remember? Yeah. You guys remember this? Oh, but that's right. Uh, because this doesn't come out for another week <laughs> before you hear this. Oops. Yeah. So I had, the, I had a trainer um, who was one of my top trainers at the time who uh, I had to fire. And it was really shitty position for me because, of course, I'm his direct superior. So I had to fire him, even though I completely disagreed with it and almost got myself fired trying to defend him. Um, he got in a fight in the basketball courts and this uh, uh, older gentleman um, got in his face. And you see it all in the camera. And he got in it, got in his face and they did kind of this little shoving match. And then the member actually punched him. Oh. And after he got punched, he ran to me and he came to me and he's and he's like, Adam, he's like, dude, this dude just fucking hit me. What do I do? And I'm like, get over here. Do not go over there. I remember Let this. me handle it. I got him in the office. Then the member comes file complaint. I have this little fucking little front desk girl. And I actually had this front desk girl who was the acting manager at the time because uh, the operations manager at the time was not there. And she overstepped her boundaries and like went and got the member and then and then started interviewing the member on what happened and then just started writing the report all one-sided from what the member did. I'm like, whoa, let's watch the tape first and see what happened and shit. Like, and let, I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, this is our employee. Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And of course, yeah. I'm taking it even more personal because it's my employee. It's my trainer, which she obviously didn't like him very much. Oh. And so she started to take the side of the member. And we watched the video, and it's like exactly what happens. They, they get in this little bit of scuffle, and then the member straight punches him. And his, instead of, like, him re- retaliating, he comes running to me. He ends up getting terminated. It's, I have to fire him over it. It was a shitty yep. situation. Oh, and he was one of my that. top guys that was too. Horrible, yeah, yeah. So that's that's happened. I've had to break up. Uh, I've had to break up some of my trainers with my sales counselors too. A couple times they were ready to step outside and box it out um, over commissions. It's it heated, yeah. Yeah, yeah. money's involved. Um, that, I but I used to love that. I used to love that my trainers were that passionate about sales because they that was different. A lot well, of and the vibe there was very competitive. Yes, too. that's what yeah. I mean. Like a shark oh, tank in, right, in our in our in our pit. You know, uh, we got. I used to get. In and re- we owned them. I used we to did. get in wrestling we matches. We fucking owned them. Yeah. Just, you hear that, Kaplan? Yeah, I know Kaplan's listening right listen, now. Be like, buddy. oh, well, well, basketball. Oh, in basketball, they might have beat us, but like fucking, one time making money, we were way better. Yeah, they beat us like one time. Yeah, we were. I used to get in wrestling. I used to get wrestling matches with some of my my sales guys and trainers there was one guy in particular one trainer who would you know we would joke back and forth back and forth about you know who's tougher and it was late you know how it gets over there late at night it's probably it's probably a closeout i can't quite remember and um he goes to take me down because he wants to show me how he used to wrestle in high school and i get him in a kimura which is a shoulder lock <laughs> and i make him scream out sal is the best <laughs> grappler in the world yeah, while I'm twisting his arm, uh, that was good times. So I, I have That's one. Good times. I have one that was. That's awesome. God, I, you just made me think of something that I have not told this story in a long time. This was something I buried. I, bar- I buried this one. I buried this one because I was so worried that I was going to get in big trouble for this. So in my early twenties, but now you don't care. Yeah, I don't give a shit now, right? So <laughs> in my early twenties, uh, being a young guy, being in management, so that one of the problems I had was I hung out with my staff. I was 22, 23 years old, and I was younger than most of my staff, so I would go out with a lot of them, and they were 25, 27 years old, and we used to go out and do stuff. Well, I invited one of my trainers um, to the city with me, and I was going out to meet up with these girls in San Francisco. One of them was like a girlfriend of mine, not my actual girlfriend, although I dated her when I was a kid, Um, and she she was a friend of mine that I remained friends through high school and college with, and we were going to visit her and a couple of her girlfriends, so it was like me and him, and we're gonna go hang out. Well... This was my first time really hanging out with this trainer, and he was like one of those like belligerent drunks. And he starts to get really drunk, and when he finds out he's not going to get laid by like one of these girls, he's one of those guys who like starts becoming oh, a no. dick, and he just starts like being super disrespectful to her, like calling her all these names and stuff. And I'm like, 
can you like what an awkward position for me the first time i bring this guy out i introduce him to this and like now all of a sudden he's like being belligerent and she's like looking at and me he's like, an employee yeah and he's an employee of mine so i'm like what the fuck and i can't re- I, you know it was so long ago i can't remember what it was that he finally set me off but he gets up from the bar and he like slams the chair and he calls her a name and then he storms out the bar and i looked at her and she like started crying and i'm like fuck, what do I do right now? And then at that point, the the testosterone in me kicked in. <laughs> it was like, at that point, I wasn't thinking about my job. I wasn't thinking about him being an employee. I was thinking about, he's going to get his ass beat. <laughs> so <laughs> I went chasing after him outside and he'd already made it about a block around the corner. And uh, I was yelling at him when he turned around. I had, I had a nice little, you know, nice little jog. I was already had a little bit of speed going. <laughs> and, uh, you had some momentum. Oh, yeah. Direct uh, delivery. And I f- Here it comes. I fucking laid right into him. Laid right into him. It only took one hit. Um, he went straight to the ground. I got on top of him, gave him a couple more, and then uh, and just kind of grabbed him and yelled. Well, you probably, way. part of the reason you were probably pissed was also because he's also your employee. So, like, how can you possibly be yeah, disrespectful on so right. many levels? That, it was. It was you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's so you not probably didn't even remember it. Was he blackout drunk or was he just like he was he was, he was pretty blackout drunk. And did he next, still work for you afterwards? He did. The next, Well, I couldn't I couldn't fire him, too. You know what I'm saying? Like his <laughs> oh, boss, well, then you had to be careful. Yeah, his boss oh, just no. beat him up. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> So uh, that probably wouldn't have bode very well for me when I tried to fire him, you know, if I did. It's really hard to motivate him after that. Yeah, it was was kind of an uh, awkward situation. He did come to me afterwards, too. He tried to get me to reimburse him. He had a Mavada. Adam ruled with an iron fist. uh, Bullshit. I was like, dude, 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 I'll I'll give you. I'll sell supplements. Uh, Bro, I was not like that. I'll stay on the weekend. The reason why that was a story that sparked, I mean, that was something I literally buried. I'm not that guy. I'm not one to pick fights. I will finish a fight, but I'm not one to pick a fight, and I will not, I'm not looking to do that at all um and that was just a, one of those situations where i mean it, it was you said it was disrespect on so many levels i was so heated that and i and i if i recall that night like of course i remember him saying inappropriate things and me giving him hints so i'm like no dude that's not okay and like saying and like trying to talk our way through it first and you know it was just getting worse you know so dude, we had this guy we some had, people need to get their ass kicked we had this oh, big absolutely. guy who used to work out at, check uh, at the sunnyvale club yeah. um and he had big white beard uh, big dude, he would come in, was kind of a dick, and he did, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was this one period where the company got really crazy with, uh, everybody had to have a workout towel. If you don't have a workout towel, we're not gonna let you fucking work oh, God, out. I have a story <laughs> for that. I have a story for this too. So this guy came in, and it was all because we wanted to sell towels. But anyway, he came in, didn't yeah. have a workout towel. It's probably, you know, the third time he's been told. He just fucking blows through, doesn't listen to the front desk girl, goes back and works out. So, front desk girl tells me, I tell one of my trainers, go tell the dude he has to buy a towel or he's got to leave because it's the third time we've told him. So he goes back there, comes back 10 minutes later. He's like, dude, this guy is going to fight. Like he's being a fucking dick. He does not want to listen. He said, basically, we're going to have to pull him out of the gym. So I walk up to the guy. He sees me coming. He's on the pec deck machine. He stands up and he gets all like flared up like he's about to like throw down with me. So as I'm walking over to him, I'm like, okay, how am I going to handle this? Because obviously I can't do anything. I'll lose my job. And, um, but I got to do something. I got to figure this out. I don't have to call the cops because that's ridiculous. So as I'm walking up to him, he's kind of posturing and I walk all, all straight up to him and I go right up to him. I said, look, I said, um, let's go outside to the front. He's like, what do you mean? I said, we can, we'll go decide this. We'll, we'll decide this outside like men. He's like, fine with me. I said, all right, after you. So he walks in front of me, walks outside. I lock the door. <laughs> And I called. <laughs> and I called. You know how he locked the door. I locked the door. So he goes out. This literally. That's he walks hilarious. out the front door. I close it and I lock it. He turns back around, looks at me, and I flip him off. <laughs> and, I call police, and he's looking at me, and he, you know, it's like fuck. And I'm like, you fucking <laughs> outsmarted, right? That's there. it, right there. Uh, yeah, I said after you. And literally, that's I literally said that. I said after you. You Walks dumb outside, dick. Clock, lock gr- the door. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Beautiful, Sal. <laughs> great story. Beautiful. Great story, good bro. Times. Great story. All right because there. you wouldn't work out with a towel. That's what a right. stupid. God, some of the shit they made us do. You know, it's, it's like that kid you know growing up that just wouldn't share. Wouldn't share his toys, you know. You keep you keep on him, like, come on, Steven, you know, please, you know, Play share nice. your toy. Like, I don't want to have to keep saying this. Yeah. Yeah. Never to get that time. And Justin beats your ass. Yeah. Then I'm just like, listen, I'll take care of Steven. <laughs> Fucking Steven. I'll make him eat paste from now on. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.